Azra. Shortly, I'll be joined by Brendan. Unfortunately, we don't have Jordan this episode because he's too uh, he's too cool for us. Um, no, not too. <laughs> but we are joined by Kieran and Aiden of the band Seltzer. I. Welcome to Sessions with Mary Jane. I'm Rena Ezra. And I'm Brendan O'Brien. And we have a special guest. It's Arthur Hoffman. Go, but you go by Artie, Arthur. I go by Artie. Artie Hoffman. Arthur is good for my family members and uh, my friends who knew me since high school. Mm. Okay. And before then. So we can't get to the friends who knew him since high school level because yes. you can't go back in but time. But you could. We could. Work your way there. Yes. Work your way to fail. Let's pause this. Go do a documentary about Arthur. Come back and then we will have a good idea of, of who you were. Well, How are you doing? My name is Arthur. <laughs> so, um, Artie, tell us um, what you do. A little bit of a, a description. Just a little introduction for the folks at home or in their cars or wherever they're listening. Oh, as far as what I do? Yes. Well, I wake up in the morning. I have a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> Every morning? That's a great... Before I start my day. Low cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. Scrambled eggs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, as far as what I do, I'm a psychic and a medium. Yes. Yeah, and cool. so I tell people their, about their past, present, and future. Why are you still with the bomb? <laughs> uh, I, I tell people, I predict people their future love. Um, it's amazing that I could do this. I I can't believe it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that this exists. I wasn't born with it. Yes. Well, we do We do have some questions. Yes, Because yes. we are fascinated. Yes, we'll get into like, the entire history of it all. But yes. before we get to that, Arthur, we just want to let you know that you have a challenge for this podcast. Uh, so throughout the course of it, uh, you're going to name as many... Uh, other mediums as you can uh, and then this is like a little challenge to have in the background while we're doing the show so you just shout them out whenever you think of them if you have an opinion about them or if you know anything about them feel free to also throw that in there too but all you gotta do is list other mediums yeah well, oh yeah and also I just wanted to explain a medium is someone who could communicate mm-hmm. to people who are deceased which okay. is different than a psychic oh, I'm not gonna do both. yes yes 
Yes, yes, we we understand uh, the difference. Thank you for clarifying for people who are listening who might not know what the, the difference is. Uh, I communicate is. to angels, mm. people's loved ones who passed away. So, um, yeah, explain to us how this began. How did you start working as a psychic? And then also when the, like being a medium came in, were they both together? Was one after the other? Uh, believe it or not, when I was about 27 years old, I was very frustrated in my life. I had everything going right in my life. You know, uh, I was married at the time, uh, nice house, friends, my family loved her, her family loved me. It's like everything was perfect on the surface. But I still felt like something was missing inside. And my business is going really well. And I said, God, I said, I know there's more than, than what I have in my life. And so I said, please send me answers. Cause I knew there was more to me than just what I was doing. Mm. And so like a day later, I walk into my kitchen and I'm going through my junk mail and there's this postcard and it said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness? Come to the Edgar Casey foundation for this one weekend seminar. And I looked at it and I said, Oh, I didn't know you could learn how to do this. I thought either you had it or you didn't. Uh Yeah. So I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time. I said, this looks pretty interesting. I looked at it just for shits and giggles. I didn't look at it like, Oh, this is the answer to my prayers. Mm -hmm. And so I asked my wife, who's my, again, it was my wife back then. I said, you want to try this? This looks really interesting. She goes, nah, I don't give a crap about that. She goes, you can go if you want. I don't want to go. Hence the ex-wife. So. (laughs) Let me interrupt you. You said business before. What business were you in? Well, I still have it. I do this full time, but I have my other, other business full time. You're going to have a good laugh when I tell you the name. Okay. You ready? Okay. Peeping Tom's window cleaning. <laughs> Peeping Tom's window cleaning and power washing. Mm. <laughs> and you also peep into people's lives. And I sunshine into their hearts. I let the sunshine in through their windows <laughs> and their homes. I do it all, baby. Yeah. Okay, so you checked out this uh, seminar. So I went to the seminar. And it was amazing. There was 50 of us in this one very large room from all different parts of the country. Met some really nice people, interesting people. And they got you into that zen. You know, like, they were, with the music that they were playing, with the words that they were expressing about God, about spirituality. It's just very calming atmosphere. And so they said, when we break you up into little groups, whoever you're sitting with, just share your thoughts with that person and don't judge it. Just whatever your gut instincts say or whatever you feel, just share it with the person. And most people were telling me I was pretty accurate as people were doing back to me. And I thought, wow, this was amazing. I can't believe that this existed. I could do this, you know? So after that weekend, I went back home. And I got myself a deck of spiritual cards. And I started reading for friends and family. 
uh, for a few years, just for the fun of it. Mm -hmm. And again, people were telling me how accurate I was. And so I got to a point in my life where I needed extra money for investment purposes. And I'm saying, what can I do other than what I'm doing now? And so I'm sitting on my couch and I said, you know what? I know how to do readings. So I threw an ad in the paper and it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. Mm. And 90% of the people paid me and the other 10% I had to kill. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody gets away without paying. Are you kidding me? No, but literally 90% paid me. And by word of mouth and a little more advertising, uh, over 30 years later, I read for over 30,000 people in my career. And it just turned into an amazing journey. Um, I've been on TV. I've been on different radio stations around the country. I've been asked to perform at the Palace of Versailles. Uh, I've done lots of parties for people. I call them arty parties. When people have psychic parties, we mm. call them arty parties. Wow. Not author parties. We call them arty parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it's just been absolutely amazing. And people have been just telling me amazing stories of things that I said to them. Mm. And I don't remember jack crap what I say to people at all. It's like when I'm with you in the moment, you know, I'm just going at the top of my head. Yeah. And then people say, hey, Art, you said this, you said that. I said, really? And, and I, stuff comes true. And it's like when they're telling me the story of what I said, it's like I'm listening to someone talk about someone else. I said, I, I don't believe I could have done that. Mm. And when I first started doing this, I honestly thought that I was just blowing smoke up people's ass just to tell them something that came to the top of my head. Mm. And uh, But most of this stuff, just about everything I said to people came true. Mm. And it's wow. called blind faith. Yeah, and um, so I've gained a pretty good reputation on telling people the outcomes of their life, their situation medically. You know, I didn't go to college for anything. Yeah. You know, but I wrote two books, and in one of my books, it does say I went to the University of Boston and Maryland for two years, but that was just to visit my friends. <laughs> uh, okay. That was my college experience. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, were you a were you a spiritual person growing up? Mm, I don't know if I call it spiritual. Mm. Uh, maybe I was. Uh, as far as psychic growing up, no, not at all. The reason why I say spiritual because I always believed, and this is the way I was raised: always treat your fellow person as with kindness. You know, I always try to make people laugh, and I did a good job with that. I always try to make people feel good, and I did good with that. Yeah. And so if you want to call that spiritual, maybe I was spiritual because I always try to do good by other people. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I was spiritual. Was I consciously aware of being spiritual? No, but I think I was just doing the act of spirituality without putting a title to it. Yeah. But as I learned more and more about my craft and as I learned more and more about God and the angels, yeah, I am a lot more spiritual than I am religious. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up with a, a Jewish background. Okay. Like Artie Hoffman. Come on. <laughs> where, where, uh, where did you grow up? 
I uh, grew up in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Mm. You know it. Um, actually, know it. Island, which is a suburb of. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I didn't have this, like, in, being in school, it's not like, you know, I would just say stuff. Yeah, nothing, zero. No, I had nothing before, zero. Do you it was think, just that one weekend that changed everything forever. Yeah. I mean, do you think it is uh, something with how you were able to set people at ease and make them relaxed, even in like any other, you know, regular conversation you have where with that environment, the relaxed environment, you're able to tap into something rather than someone who has more of like a chaotic nature, you know, people who are a little bit more sporadic in conversation or who are a little bit more energetic or a little like some people you talk to and they're just draining <laughs> of energy. You know what I mean? Like you talk to Absolutely. and you're just like, yeah. oh, okay. energy, energy vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They spiritually suck the life out of you. Emotionally suck the life out of you. Yeah. So do you they think- try to say goodbye to them while you're on the phone yeah yeah do you think that has something to do with it it is how people like you know carry themselves or their energy that allows them maybe they're more open to something of being able to read people uh more than others um most people i can read uh most most people i can read very few people i can't read and for a couple of reasons, one is when their expectations are so high, mm. they expect so much. So in other words, I'll tell somebody the names of their family members who passed or what they used to say, but they said, but what's that, 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 um, special pet name that they used to call me or what did they say to me right before they passed mm. or what that you know they're looking for that specific something and i'll give them like 90 other things that i told them that's right on the money right and they'll say ah he was just all right he wasn't like because i didn't come up your expectations or if they're really bitter or very angry mm. or very challenging that their energy is blocking allowing me to read them oh yeah i well i also meant it in terms of like your energy like for you who is doing the reading for that person who's in a calm state rather than a chaotic state or and like it's easier for someone who is like like you are um i mean you have to be grounded in a sense right like i mean is there something through like breathing or i mean if we want to transition into medium is there something that you have to do to connect with you know well i'm grounded and i'm high at the same time (laughs) (laughs) to be honest i really am i'm high on life but believe it or not most of the time Actually, I want to say 99% of the time while I'm driving, I'm in that meditative state. I don't even know how I get from point A to point B. I just get there safely mm-hmm. because my mind is Your always going is... in a wow. different yeah. direction yeah. or whatever. So when I communicate to my guardian angels, uh, they always pull through. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and there are certain messages that people want that they're not just meant to know 
you know, not yeah. just because you want to know it or you want to communicate. So in other words, like when I communicate to people's loved ones, the best way for me to get a hold of a loved one is show me a picture of that person. Mm. It could be within their phone. It could be an actual picture, whatever. It doesn't have to be a recent picture. And so long as they're not looking away or if they're not wearing sunglasses, I want to be able to see their eyes. And it could be your grandfather uh, when he was two years old and you show me a picture of him. I'm picking off his energy, not mm. judging the picture. And so they communicate to me in my thoughts when I'm looking in their eyes. Hmm. So, and as far as psychically, mm-hmm. I will just, um, when they're in person with me, I hold their hand. Um, and over the phone, I just hear thoughts. I see images. I hear songs. And whatever that song is about, that's what's going on with the person. Wow. The very first time I ever had a message uh, for someone uh, with a song, they were asking me, this is many, many years ago. He says, All right, what do you see for me with my relationship with my husband? And as soon as she asked me that question, I started hearing the song by Stevie Wonder. That's me and you, a part-time lover. Mm-hmm. And I said, I feel like he's cheating on you. Because I think you're right. I said, no, I know I'm right. <laughs> because I just heard that song that quickly, randomly. And it's not like I was a big Stevie Wonder. I mean, I like Stevie Wonder, but I'm not a big major fan of his. Mm-hmm. But that song just came into my mind, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But whenever I hear songs in my head, I'm never wrong. Mm-hmm. Literally, I could say I'm never wrong. Mm-hmm. When I see images or I see videos, yeah, then it's left up into interpretation. But when I hear songs in my head, whatever that song is about, that's what's going on with the person. And it's not like I tell the, the angel world, oh, sing me a song or whatever. No, they choose to send me the messages, what seems best fit in the moment, whether it be a picture, whether I hear voices in my head. So, you know? wh- And I'm not going schizophrenic either. <laughs> um, how is it when, I'm, I mean... Having this uh, in regards to your personal life, in regards to your family situations, have you ever gotten anything um, out of the blue that you, you information you necessarily didn't want? You know, it's funny. I specifically remember, this happened many a times, but I specifically, this one specific time when I was married before, and I'm getting out of the right before I get out of the car with my wife. I started telling her deep messages about her, and we weren't even talking. We were just in the car. We weren't arguing, right? But we weren't talking. We were just in one of those personal zones, you know, yeah. sitting with each other, but not really talking. And all of a sudden, before we got out, I started telling her some really deep stuff. And she goes to me, "Is that coming from you or the spiritual world?" Mm-hmm. I said, "What difference does it make? This is good stuff." <laughs> And so a lot of people, my close friends, that's why I can't really read for close friends so much. Most psychics can't mm. because you don't know if it's coming through ego wise through your own thoughts uh. or if it's coming through spiritually. So it's much easier to read for somebody that you don't know. Uh, got you. But if you read somebody, if somebody comes to, I, I don't like, it's not, wait, I, let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't like, it's not good for people who become psychic junkies. 
where they have to talk to a psychic every single week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or as soon as, you know, something happens, yeah. should I wipe with my right hand or should I wipe with my left hand? You know? Yeah. It, it's like they depend too much on someone else to call all their shots. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I do a reading for someone, people ask me, you know, all right, how soon can I come see you again? So I say to them, well, if it's about different topics, then see me whenever you want to see me as often, whatever. Or if you want to communicate to someone, you know, or, or try someone else or, or whatever, you know, yes. But if it's the same topic over and over and over again, it's not much that's going to change. Mm-hmm. So, but I would probably say the best, Thing that I do for people in my readings is I give people awareness and I give people back their power within themselves because I help people change their perception of their life, of the way they're thinking and of life itself. Hmm. It's not always the problem that's the problem. It's how you choose to deal with it. Right, yeah. And when you understand the score what's going on with the situation or the other person. And you're looking at something from a healthier point of view. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get very angry with somebody, but you don't know what kind of crap they're going through for them to act that way or right. why they are right. the way they are. Yeah. So when you look at somebody who's annoying, rather than looking at them with anger, try to look at them with compassion because they're stuck. Yeah. And you don't realize that, but they're coming at you like they're very angry, very upset. They could have had, because of a crappy childhood, they could have had a crappy day. They could have had a a bad argument with someone. They could have lost a lot of money. They could have lost their job. They could have lost their house. Like, you don't know everything of what's making someone tick. Yeah. But what sucks is when they're taking their bad crap out on you when you Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is about you respecting yourself and boundaries. And all right, I'll listen to you to a certain point. But if you're going to keep taking crap out on me and, and using me as a pincushion for your crappy life or situation, then I'm out of here. It's not necessary to hang on to every single relationship in your life if it's not serving a positive purpose to you. True. Yeah. Very true. So, I, I mean, what do you do um, to, or for like, you know, resting, rejuvenation? I mean, you're if you're doing a lot of these, do you, I mean, you get exhausted? Does it, like, it takes a lot of energy? What, how do you reset? Uh, let's see. Atlantic City. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say The movies. <laughs> Occasional sex every now and again. And that's a big relief. Hey, honey, you got a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had a cigarette in a long time. I'm dying for a cigarette. Let's, you know, I'm all like, yeah. Do you meditate? Do you have to like go into like a dark? Like, is there is something you have to shut off? Like, believe it or not, what really helps me? I'm always shut off. I'm only turned on when I want to turn it moment. on. Uh, okay. I, I'm not. My antennas aren't up all the time. They're usually down, but when I want to turn them on, the angels are there right in the moment. But how long did it take you to control that, to harness that, to be able to direct it? A moment. That's it. It's just a moment. 
but what helps me get in that calming state so when i'm in that frantic um music helps calming and or music helps get me in that happy mode or whatever i like every morning i try to listen to very upbeat music mm. You know, I'll listen to upbeat love songs. I'll listen to just the upbeat music like, take the last train to Clarksville mm-hmm. and I'll meet you at the station. You know, yeah. like I love the 70s rock music and stuff. So I listen to upbeat 70s rock music or 80s or something. Mm. Okay. So nothing against the 60s and 50s, but <laughs> yeah. I like that too. Yeah. But no, but upbeat music puts me in that mode. So it was so funny. I'm having uh, a conversation with one of my dear friends who was taking me out for breakfast. And before we actually got in any conversation about anything, and I haven't seen her in a really long time, and she looks at me. She says, Art, you're the most calming, energetic person I ever met in my life. (laughs) I said, I never heard those two phrases in the same sentence. I said, that was actually pretty funny. Complimentary, pretty funny. But I'm going to share with you a couple of really interesting stories that I think you'll appreciate. So in my book, I don't know, did you know I wrote two books? Please share uh, with folks listening the, the titles, where they can find them. So my book, my first one is Angels and Answers. All right. And my other one is called Have Your Angels Call My Angels. <laughs> yes. And those two books, I promise you, you're going to think I wrote those books specifically just for you, for who's ever watching, and even for you guys. You're going to think I wrote. There are so many specific, detailed aha moments that what you think about God, what you think about life, what you think about your life. It talks about deep subjects, and I explain things in a very simplistic fashion. Yeah. And why do good things happen to bad people, and why do bad things happen to good people? Mm. And it helps you try to understand more about yourself when you're dealing with relationships with your lover, with your parents, with your kids, with your friends, with coworkers. And it's about your own self-respect, giving you back your own self-respect. And again, understanding the big picture behind the scenes. And so, like I said to you, in this book, well, the other book too, but this book specifically, I'm going to tell you an interesting story. So I'm doing one of my arty parties. And I just got finished reading for this lady for a half hour. And she said to me, and I was connecting to her mother, and after the reading was over, she says, Artie, I'm still having a hard time believing that you're actually communicating to my mother. And I said, well, I can only share with you what the spiritual world gives to me. I'm, I'm just, I know I'm communicating to your mother. Just, well, you told me some things that were general, that it could be applied to anyone. But I admit, it did have to do with my mom. But then again, you did tell me specific things that definitely had to do with my mom and no one else. But I'm still having a hard time that that was actually my mother communicating to me. So I said, all right, well, let me look at your mother's picture one more time. So I'm looking at her mother's picture. 
And I said, your mom is showing me cows. She goes, what do you want me to do with that? I said, I don't know. Your mom is showing me cows. <laughs> so in my eye's mind, I saw about 10 cows stand up. And they were all mooing into the wind. So I looked at her and I said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but moo. <laughs> and she started to cry. Oh. And I said, what's the matter? And she starts to cry, and she goes, that's her name. I go, what are you talking about? Her name's Muriel, but everyone called her Moo. Oh. Wow. So, you know, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, I was even amazed. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting, though, that you... Being a medium, you're getting these visuals or these other sensory experiences, whatever the... uh, angel spirits are showing you but you're getting pieces and it's up to the other person to put them together or the context because you're just getting things out of context like you just said you wouldn't know that's her nickname you're you wouldn't you're unaware of their you know past history their life their all these other details and it's just coming to you yeah Mm. and also you're getting bits and pieces from so many like people who've lived so many lives it's very like it it's just remarkable that you're a channel for that, that I think it just takes a very, I mean, obviously a very particular person because yeah, I don't know. Cause some people, I mean, what do you do with the skeptics? Cause people, some people don't believe that people have the ability to do this. I don't worry about skeptics at all. They're the easiest ones to change. They're the easiest <laughs> ones to read actually oh. because they have no expectations. Mm. So yeah, when they just yeah. say, they come to say, I'm kind of skeptic. And then all of a sudden when it starts happening, I'm just giving information like this. They go, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, how did you know that? And how did you know that? Right. You know, I got to tell you a funny story you're going to like. So I'm in a restaurant with my wife, my other wife. Yeah. <laughs> Again, when I was married at the time. Mm. <laughs> you're a psychic. You should have known that. Why? What do you mean you're going through all these marriages? <laughs> I said I was a good, I said I was a psychic. I didn't say I was a good psychic. I said I was a psychic. (laughs) No. (laughs) I just suck for my stuff. I'm great for everybody else. Right. So anyway, so my wife goes to the bathroom. She's using the restroom. We're at a restaurant. We just got finished seeing a comedy show across the street. And there was this big table right next to me. And there's like about eight people. And... Hey, Jen. So, I apologize. No, that's all right. Go on. So, I said to them, there was a conversation going on, and I mentioned something to whatever their conversation was, because they were right next to me. He goes, oh, well, what do you do for a living? I says, I'm a psychic. And they go, really? And uh, I go, yeah. And so, the guy at the other end of the table goes, Oh, that's a bunch of bull crap. Talk about skeptic. That's a bunch of bull crap. He goes, I know. He says, like, that guy like John Edward or Teresa, they have people in the audience or they're, you know, or, or waiting online with everybody and they're listening and they Google and blah, 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 blah. And they're all about the Googling and everything. Uh-huh. Quick, you know. And so what do you think about that? That's what they said. What do you think about that? I have no judgment. I don't know about that. I mean, is it possible? It's possible. Did it actually happen? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So the guy said to me, 
He goes, you think you can read me? I said, yeah, I know I could. I said, come over here. So he walks over. And he's a business-like dude. He's a white-collar business dude. So I said, let me have uh, your watch. So he takes off his watch. He gets it to me. And I ran like heaven. <laughs> 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 so I'm holding on to his watch. And I said, you're looking for a very expensive piece of jewelry, diamonds. I said, you misplaced it. You're looking all over for it. You can't find it. He goes, I had my mother's uh, engagement ring on the windowsill in my bathroom and it's gone. I said, you had work done in your house by somebody? He goes, yeah. He says, I had some construction. They were doing some work. In my I said, they took it. Oh my he goes, goodness. how the hell did you know that? I said, because I Googled your information. <laughs> so he says, can you do it again? I said, I guess. Let me have your watch again. They gave me his watch. I'm holding up to his watch. I said, you're debating whether to go with certain insurance companies. Yeah. I, I see you debating between one insurance company and another one. He goes, my boss just gave me a new set of papers today. And he says, you have a choice. You could either stay with the old one oh or God. go with the They're new real. one. And I said, well, go with the new one. It's better than the old one for you. <laughs> he goes, how did you know that? He goes, it just happened earlier today. <laughs> I said, I told you, I Googled your information. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you do Brendan? Can you read Brendan? <laughs> uh, Is it hard to do it over like a digital medium? Oh, yeah, than, 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 like, Actually being in person? Oh, also, yes, and how you managed during the pandemic with not seeing people in person. Oh, no, it's just as easy over the phone as it is oh, you can, person. Yeah. Okay. It has nothing to do with the physicalness hmm. being with someone. It's, it's spirit to spirit. You know, there are times where I feel like I'm reading the person and I'm not even reading you. I'm reading your best friend. I'm reading your lover. I'm reading your kid. For whatever reason, their energy is pulling through and I'm picking up on that stuff. Yeah, mm. It's just whatever, whatever. Unless yeah. you ask me specific questions and then I'll know. See, but when I think I'm reading him, which I'll try right now, I might be reading you instead mm. because both your energies are together. So I True. don't know True. until the moment happens. I'm nervous. <laughs> so I'm getting like you like to do things. You like to have hands on on everything. You like to make sure that everything is being done right. <laughs> So even though you would like for other people to do things for you and you'd like to delegate, it's like you have a hard time with trust, trusting that people will actually pull through for you. And it's like, I, I got to do it myself. And you stress yourself out. God, yeah. That, a, a little bit. That's, that's very much. Facts. That's definitely Rena. Yeah, that's, that's definitely True. for sure Rena. I was literally having this yeah. conversation with Jordan this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Last night. Yeah, that's true. All right. Hold on a second. Uh, which one of you have been very forgetful? I have to say it like this because there's two of you. Which one of you have been very forgetful? Mm, very, like more than usual. Mm, like how recently? <laughs> like like you're forgetting a lot of things you should be knowing or remembering and you're not. You're allowing certain important things go by or they're 
or you're, there are certain friends' names, like people that you should know their name and you can't remember the name. Mm. But I feel like it's more because of stress. It's not because you have dementia or mm. Alzheimer's or anything like that. It's the stress that's blocking your your memory back. Yeah. Because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Yes. Interesting. I will say, so I've been actually reading a lot of books about memory and I'm reading a lot about like the ways to prevent it. And it's like literally that exact thing where it's just, it talks about how like you have to be forgiving of your memory and, and just know that mm. it's a natural thing to forget things and just, and just like the best thing you can do is like be present and like focus on like and seeing things so that way you can remember them better. Wow. So yeah. Memory. Yeah. Tis the topic. Um, one of you, you definitely need more storage space mm. because you're starting to get too cramped up in your personal space. Is that and you, you Brendan? Start to have a I'm a very small room. room. Yeah, because your room is always a mess. Well, it's tiny. There's not a lot of room to put things in there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you need more storage space. So you could like, you need more zen, more flow in your place for you to feel more comfortable. Mm personally because when you're at your own place and there's too much crap all over the place you might not think that it's affecting you but it's really Mm. affecting you so it'd be very good to clear out the clutter and just keep the things that you feel like you need just in the moment Mm. but things that you haven't played with or seen or touched in a while that you don't even know what's in the bottom Mm. put it in storage or, or, or in someone's basement or garage but it's going to really yeah. make a difference for you when you have more space because it's invading your personal emotions and mm. your life. You don't realize it, but it is. Mm. I totally believe that. Right. I'm totally a believer. I'm going to take over the living room. I'm going to take over your space, Rita. <laughs> that, no. I feel like that definitely like affects your mentality. It's stagnating. Mm. Interesting. So let's see what else I might get. One of your cards is going to need a wheel alignment. Probably me, because I think because Rita's not a car. Unless That's it's Jordan's you. car. Oh, unless it is Jordan's yeah. car. He yeah, because I'm seeing a car constantly pulling. Like if you let, just let the wheel, steering wheel go, it's pulling to the left. It's pulling to the left. I should no, check with Jordan. Yeah, he's checking. I should his, ask his car. Yeah. <laughs> he's been driving that really long distances and for too long. No. Yeah. Okay, good. Noted. But hopefully this isn't a future situation that I'm predicting something, you know, wrong, like you hit a major pothole or God forbid something happens. Right. But I'm seeing like a, a wheel alignment out of whack or one of your or your wheels aren't balanced too well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But it's like a shaking or it pulls. Okay. But I'm strongly seeing it a problem to the left wheel, to the left side mm-hmm. of the car. Mm-hmm. And I don't wish anything bad upon you or upon anybody else when I tell people news like that. No, I, I think it, I think it's good. It's good to just like have like also just like everyone should be checking their cars to make sure their cars are okay. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, yeah. you're doing that. So, um, and I feel like you need to incorporate more poultry. In poultry. Your diet. Wait, wait. Who me specifically? Or I believe it's you. Yeah. Well, because Rena's vegan. So, I'm vegan. Yeah, so <laughs> more poultry. Okay. Or maybe I just need more protein. Yeah. In a different yeah. Way. More protein. Yeah. I would probably pick up on that. Yeah, that's what that represents. Yeah, wow. I, I literally had yeah, turkey about ten minutes ago, so I, <laughs> so maybe maybe more. But I do wonder if you're reading somebody when um you're channeling as a medium. Is there anybody like if they're like living in or like if they're like living in um 
Do you ever get something with like the space that they're in or people from the house instead of? Oh yeah. Yeah, that happened. Wow. Yeah, where where I'll pick up on the energy of the house or or when someone's there. Yeah, when the energy's that strong. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Just curious. But a lot of times when people say, "Hey, already my my house is haunted," or there's weird stuff going on, for whatever reason, every time with without fail, when I walk into a house, they scatter because oh, there's wow. nothing happening while I'm there. Because ah. they don't want me to try to draw them out. But we are going to sign off here. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, you did get a couple of mediums on your list anyway. Sure. Um, yeah, and we really appreciate your time. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I do a free Facebook live show where I read people for free for an hour at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, on my Angels and Answers Facebook live show. Wow, that's awesome. And with my books... I just wanted uh, people to know that they could go to artiehoffman.com or if you could advertise that for me. Yes, definitely. Or they can go to Amazon to, to order my books. And again, it'll be under Artie Hoffman. Um, and every morning I have inspirational messages, whether it be a message or whether it be me on video, giving inspirational angelic messages on my Facebook uh, Angels and Answers and my Instagram Artie Hoffman so I, I like to start people off with their day with a positive thought fantastic so just, no that is that is really really uh, great to hear we'll also put all that information any links that you have you can send our way we'll put all of that in the bio oh okay great and then yeah and then if people want a project reading or if they want to have an Artie party where I travel to their homes or to get a reading about anything, um, I was going to leave my phone number, which is what you have. Yes. So yeah, for sure. Well, th I mean, thank you again for yeah. for reading us and for having a wonderful conversation with us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It really was. You well, guys are great. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. We'll probably talk later. Because. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your night. Bye.